You're listening to the Connect Church podcast featuring the pastoral staff of Connect Church in Tupelo, Mississippi. This podcast delivers biblical truths, hot topic discussions, and encouragement you need on your daily journey to live like Christ. The Human Resources Department requires that I be available. Not sure if the invite cards are nifty, but the mustache is definitely not. He's in charge of our children. What are we doing? I don't. Here are your hosts, Terry Pierce, Andrew Pierce, and Tanner Stahl. Thank you all for being here. Let's get started. Let's get started here. Episode 61 on the Connect Church Tupelo podcast. What is up, everybody? You got a sunburn? The ceiling. <laughs> Thankfully, I'm of that age to where like I'll get like just like scorched the color of that fire hydrant. <laughs> but the next day it's bad, and then the next day it's gone. Yeah. Like it goes quickly. You know, it, I remember being as as a kid and I'd get sunburned, and it's just like a week from hell. You know, like <laughs> awful. And I say hell, like literally, like because I'm Almost on fire. Literally. <laughs> yes. Like because you just on you're torched. So <laughs> Well, trust me, when you get 50, a lot of other things go quickly, too. So. Well, yeah, well, there you go. Uh, so, yeah, everybody's back from the beach. Y'all had your beach. I we had did. my beach. <laughs> what? It sounded bad. <laughs> All I can think of is, is uh, Hector. So, anyway, so you have to get Hector to say beach. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, we are all back from uh, vacation. The coast. The, the coast. <laughs> the Gulf Coast. And, uh, Mixed bathing. Here we are. So, y'all survived without me. We did, we man. Did. It was tough, but uh, we missed you. No, nah, it, it was. wasn't tough. Chuck, te- Chuck takes good care of it. He it did. was much better <laughs> when both of y'all were gone. Yeah. Much better. <laughs> I didn't get a single phone call or text message. Well, that's good. You're that on vacation. Great. That's yeah. the goal. That's the way it should be. That's the goal. That's Absolutely. Be. That's it. Yeah. So very good. When good you guys job, were both everybody. gone, we were probably still... running up your minutes because we were trying to FaceTime you in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was that was a tough weekend. That one. We um um. But I did talk about you in the sermon. So I heard. Yeah, use I heard. your name. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. I, you can throw me under the bus. Come to church on Wednesdays. You don't have to pray. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. I told him. Yeah, it's, it's all good. It's, yeah. it's all good. It I got to be here. Y'all might as well be here too, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so. Uh, but anyways, all right, so we are uh, in our Go Sermon Series. This is the third. How many we got? Two more left? Two more left. Yeah. All right, so we had Go Powerfully, mm-hmm. Go Internationally, and then we had Go Publicly. That's it, man. So um, I did listen to the sermon on the Sermon Playback podcast app yesterday after I Question, did you it. go to sleep? No, but, <laughs> I mean, you know, the so the length of the podcast is the length of the sermon. Mm-hmm. 57 minutes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wow. 57. Wow. You were doing so good. I know. You had you had a good track record going for like two yeah. weeks. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a new record, though. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, 57 minutes on that one. Yeah, sorry. So, but Kimberly did a good job. She, she did. did job. She did. Yeah, it was. She killed it. She hit out the park, dude. She's uh, she's the one that made it go Sunday. That was awesome. So, uh, and that was our goal. Is uh, she really connected the sermon to real people? Like I said, I was listening. I listened to it on the podcast yesterday after I got it uploaded, and um, when she started talking, of course, she did a great job. Uh, I I did not like I said, I'm listening. I'm not watching. It sounded just like Anna Lewis. 
Yeah. You know, well, like, well. I was just sitting there listening. She's a little, little, believe it or not, which is hard to imagine because Anna Lewis and I just had a conversation at the hospital a few minutes ago. But anyway, uh, about breakfast. But anyway, is that uh, she? Um, she's actually a little slower than Anna in, in Southern Talking. So, yeah, oh, was, okay. Oh, oh. I'm glad you clarified in Southern yeah. Talking. <laughs> she's a lot slower right, right. than Anna. <laughs> Mama always said. <laughs> yeah. I didn't no, mean it that way. <laughs> It was good, and uh, you know, I already told you about you being an '80s kid and mm-hmm. yes. being a senior in 1983 and doing your speech on your favorite basketball player, Kobe. And uh, Gary um, um, Dorsett and Chuck both texted me and said, "Fact check: Kobe was not." Yeah, he wasn't in the NBA then. I told Chuck to flash it on the screen, <laughs> like they do on your Facebook post. Fact check: This is false. And, M- and um, it, and MJ wasn't in the NBA at that. So fake, fake news. That's true. MJ wasn't there either. He was still in North Carolina. I updated. You. I didn't even think about that. All I did was I had my speech at my five guys. I just updated at the current who time, was, so it wouldn't be questionable. Who was your top five back then? Back then uh, would have been, of course, Bird and Magic, uh, Doctor J. And then I would have had Wilt and Bill Russell. I was say you got to have Bill Russell in there somewhere. Yeah. And, and he's, a, he's always like Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. So uh, it was Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, Kareem would have still been probably I would have you know been cl- Jerry West and Kareem because I'm a Laker guy. Right. But, but but if I was just to rethink through it all, I'm pretty sure I used Jerry West and Kareem and Wilt as all Laker guys. And I don't think I'd even use Burton Magic. It was probably Bill Russell. And so they were still young then. Burton right. Magic. Right. So they were just they were just in their state. So it was it was Doctor J Bill Russell. Russell, uh, Will Chamberlain, Jerry West, and I just brain went. No uh, George yeah. Mikan? Uh, no, no George Mikan, but he was good. He was legit. So yes, yes. Yeah. Have uh, you ever heard of George Mikan? I don't know who George Mikan is. He <laughs> was the very first Laker from 1947 to 1952. I'm good, I'm good about you know, 90s on. But. He was white. He was. He, was the, he played for the mini. Uh, yeah, his name's George. <laughs> Fun fact, the Lakers in those days were in Minnesota, and so the name Lakers comes from Minnesota Lakes. And so it was I was born on the day it wasn't yesterday i knew that <laughs> okay, good, good. <laughs> and so he was the very first ever big man and they then, should be the la oceaners now instead of the LA lakers <laughs> or a few other things but in LA, <laughs> so, the, so the la homeless the la homeless yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah before we get into a sermon discussion who's your top five all-time nba players as of today all-time top five of the current players. Of, the, of, ever, I mean, oh, no, no, just everybody of that's time. ever played? Top five of all time. So you can, MJ. No, that's who I did. That's what I updated my list was. So my, my Mount Rushmore in the sermon was of today. That if I would pick my top five, those are my top five of today. Okay. That's that's why I said it. And I should okay, have clarified I it. I had it in my notes. I just didn't say it, that I'm updating my speech from 1983 to today. So if we could players. get an NBA all-star team of anybody that's ever played, but like in their prime right now together. So like Magic Johnson from, you know, 83 like right, right. <laughs> and Kobe from you know like 2006 like you're saying anybody yeah you're top the yeah. top five greatest five of all time and I sort of you also s- got to think position wise too though well, that, see that's okay <laughs> that's, <laughs> like, like are we building a team here or just top five let, let me stop the that because technically that's what I do with mine is I got magic at point I got uh, MJ at shooting guard Kobe at small forward right and I got Kareem at center and who was my uh, Larry Bird at power forward so that's my see I don't build a team with mine I'm just the right the top I, five see, I was thinking build a team and, yeah. that, and that's what I do with mine. My top five they is may be a different. Team. <laughs> yeah, but see, honestly, I would for me and for my style of basketball, mm-hmm. I would take Shaq over Kareem. In a, if I'm building a top mm-hmm. five team, I mean, it's a legitimate argument. Right. It's just not 
uh, you just by stats. And the thing is that, and I I mean, it's arguable. I mean, he's right there. So it's it's, it's a scintilla of difference. It's my preference of. My my thing watching them both play is without a doubt the most unguardable shot is the hook shot. Right. And and he is the all-time NBA scorer. And here's the difference that separates the whole thing, in my opinion, is he has seven rings. Yeah. He's got four. Yeah, but and I was going to say mine would does be. Does he have five? He's got four. Four. He got my, one with Miami, three with LA. Mine would be Kobe between Kareem and Tim Duncan. That's why I love. I'm. I'm a. I like the Spurs. Yeah. I like when Tim, Tony, and Manu were all playing and stuff with on their that squad of team. And Tim had the same hook shot. Like that's what he was known for. Tim's just a lot slower. Get off the glass. He's Thank a lot he slower than sure. Kareem. <laughs> Tim, Tim Duncan's. He is way underrated. I'll give him that. But he is certainly power four wise has to be in the top three. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, no if not number one, can be yeah. in a top five somewhere. Yeah. But see, I also, and as much as I despise the man now, I would still put LeBron in my top five players of all right. time. Mm-hmm. But if I'm building a team, he's not on my team. But top <laughs> five players of all time, yes, right, I would. Right, I agree. That's why I was asking. He's, he's so gifted. <laughs> it, it's it's retarded how gifted he is. <laughs> you know, and 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 it's certainly. I mean, I understand, and he's probably the second best player of all time. That, that it would be arguable, right? But uh, I just can't. Because, I'm with you. you know. I agree. <laughs> he has. Yeah. He's like the prodigal son who hasn't returned yeah. yet. He has squandered it all. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that and that is for the, a worldly good time. That is the best description of me. Is the guy should be number one. Right, just by yeah. sheer if he, he should be, and I've watched, and you and I have watched him Absolutely. in person. Play. I used to argue with you about it, this. right, but we've watched him play in person. And we both walked out of there. We're done because he would just literally walk up the floor right. because if his team wasn't going to win that night, he he just quit. And you never saw that with the guys that I mentioned. Right, absolutely. All right, so that was a fun little. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was twenty minutes hey, this of is our how podcast. you go publicly. <laughs> that came out of the sermon. Okay, <laughs> that's so. true. That's, this is technically sermon discussion. Okay. If you don't know what we're talking about, go back and watch the sermon. So the uh, 99% of our uh, listening audience who hates basketball they, they is just like, they just, yeah. <laughs> I said, I'm done. I'm, right. just, I'm just glad baseball season's wrapping up. My nephew that listens to our podcast religiously, uh, Daniel Pierce, cannot stand basketball and has no interest. So uh, we just lost our one faithful, loyal <laughs> listeners. <laughs> So what would you let me go to your icebreaker for connect groups because um okay. I didn't do this. So what would you do if you had an extra hour in the day? Ooh. What would you do? I know what I would do. I would be in my shop right now. Yeah. I would be uh that's where I would spend my extra hour of the day. We asked that to our group and they all spent a good bit of time. And honestly, uh, even though I wrote the question or you know, stole the question from a book, but um th- I didn't know what to answer with that. I was the only one in our group that didn't know how to answer it, and so I just I'd sat spend there. time with my grandkids. <laughs> that wasn't my no. It wasn't. <laughs> uh, I didn't. I don't even know what I said. I don't even think I said anything. So I don't know. I'm weird. Oh, definitely sleep. <laughs> if I had an extra hour, I need to sleep. But I mean, there's a lot of other things I probably need more than that right, with right. an extra hour. But that's what I want to do the most at this stage of life is absolutely hands down sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I'm, I'm weird. Well, good deal. All right. So go publicly. Um, have has anyone? Uh, like I said, when I was listening to the sermon uh, yesterday, and she got up there and talked, I tried to think in my legit adult life. Have I invited thirty people to church? Yeah. You know, it's like, so convicting. I mean, it? sure. I mean, over time, I'm sure. It, I mean, I know that it, I have, and they have come, but like, 
in the amount of time yeah. that she has done it, yeah. not even close. Not even close. No, most of us. And, and the thing is, and, you know, we'll get into this as we go through the message. And again, so for our uh, audience that wants to know more content, uh, we're talking about the Great Commission and Matthew 28, uh, 16 through 20, read it. But the emphasis that we really landed on this week, and, and just so that our audience will get that part of the content, is we're talking about the word go throughout the sermon series, obviously, the name of the title. And anyway, we're, we've been translating that from the original language that means as we go. In other words, as you go to work, as you go to school, as you go to the restaurant, you are taking and speaking Jesus. So it was just so cool. And, you know, Andrew with the songs and, and Sunday, and, and they just killed it. And, and anyway, just um, how that fit into the message is, I think I said that song like 20 times in the sermon, but speak Jesus. More than that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and it, because the message is not to, you know, one of the uh, common Commentaries uh, that I was studying, I think it was Dr. Wilkins said, this is not one of those passages that you need to dig out every piece of it and analyze it to death. It was intended to say go. You know, that was the purpose of the text is not to, to talk about it, but to, as you go, speak Jesus into everybody's life. So with that said, what we shared with the, you know, the, in the sermon Sunday is we built off of the, you know, the text, but uh, we brought a lady up on stage who in our church and we shared her background and she was very honest and transparent Sunday. Miss um, Kimberly, who was not living, you know, for the Lord and it really went in the prodigal realm and her parents were good Christian people, but she had just walked away from it all for almost all of her adult life and has kids that are in their 20s. And then she comes back to faith. Her dad was such a prayer warrior for her, and she he was a great guy. By the way, passed away in Israel. I'm thinking, what a place to go. You know, was on a, a trip to Israel. And anyway, uh, but uh, just a great guy. And um, as uh, Kimberly would share, uh, you know, get her life rededicated to the Lord. Met Brandon. He rededicates his life to the Lord, and he was very anti-church and, and was sort of a scary dude. <laughs> and anyway, a tough guy. He comes here, and God just melts his heart. And so instead of killing me, which I thought he was going to do one sermon, he, uh, you know, uh, just has been involved. And so they got these kids, his kids, her kids and all that stuff, still not married. And we, you know, talked to them about, you know, you got to do this the whole, right all the way. So they get married and she's brought 30 people to our church. Uh, and, and we used a platform and I was trying to do this as gen- uh, gently as I could, but as gentle as I could, but, um, you know, I, we had a great discussion last night in my D group. As I said, when we would talk about who is the most godly people in our church, and I know we shouldn't do this, but we all do it. You know, we, you know, who's some of the most godly people? I, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Liar. <laughs> anyway, so uh, pans on fire. But um, the the thing that we've always done over the years is sister so and so or brother so and so that taught Sunday school that knew the Bible, and I understand why we sort of said those kind of things, but Jesus did not say, go and become a great Sunday school teacher, go and become a great preacher, go and become a great music minister. He said, as you go, speak Jesus, speak me into people's lives. And I would argue that maybe we've judged this wrongly is that how many of us know really good people that were in our churches that were faithful, but they never shared their faith. Nobody ever outside they brought in to the church. Matter of fact, they even got a little bit bristly when we started to grow too much. Yeah. And But we would argue, well, they knew the Bible. My grandmother knew the Bible better than I did. She could quote it, 
but she literally ran off people from church. She was very obstinate. She did not get along with anybody. She knew the Bible inside, and that was a great Sunday school teacher, but she was did not live out the Great Commission whatsoever. That's my own grandmother and died that way. And so I would argue that Kimberly, I think in heaven, is going to be judged by the Father as being obedient when my grandmother wasn't because she did what he said. She's went and shared her faith. So what a challenge. And I think it was great to hear that from her own words. And I think, too, we can become disconnected as a church staff because we're not in the same realm week after week, day after day, in the same capacity that all of our church people are. I there's, tell my know, coworkers about Jesus all the time. I was going to say, there's, there, <laughs> it's there, not worked. There's, there's, there's only so many times that Andrew and I can witness to an Arkansas guy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It's the, and he's not converting. <laughs> God's grace is good, but I'm just still waiting on a move from the Holy Spirit. Um, but, you know, in all seriousness, like I think it was good to have that uh, perspective from somebody that is just works a normal job, like is, you know, is with her family, like, you know, yes, has a story in the past and things like that. But in the real world. Church, yeah. Like does you know, at, at, it can come across sometimes as like we're preaching from an ivory tower and that on this topic, just because we're not actively in the, I guess, quote unquote, real world every hour, like every, everybody in our congregation is. And so if we're not careful as a church staff, you know, we, we've talked about that in staff meetings and stuff, you know, we have to put ourselves around lost people more intentionally and stuff so we can go publicly. And so like, even in connect group discussion, as I found myself as just listening to them talk was, I don't, I don't have the same struggle in this. I mean, like, to be honest, and I know that this will be just for us for a second, like that'll probably connect with this, not all the whole, all the audience, but like for Tanner, Terry and I, like we, we go publicly all the time. We're literally paid to go public <laughs> like every Sunday and every Wednesday. And you know, what we do is we're doing this right now. This is still public. I'm you know, wearing like, my church shirt right now. That's right. <laughs> and I wore that to Jack's today and everybody saw it. <laughs> and I'm wearing, Hey, I'm literally wearing a student conference yeah, t-shirt. Yeah. You slacker. Yeah, sorry. Um, but <laughs> I, I thought Harold and Bonnie already knew about Jesus, but anyway, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> anyways, you know, in all seriousness, like we, I, I found myself when we were listening to them talk, you know, they're like, what if they ask me a question and I can't answer? And, you know, what if I'm at work, you know, I slip up and I'm cussing at this, you know, machine and everything else. And they hear that and they're like, I thought, you know, people that go to church don't talk like that, you know, and then they're like, well, we don't, but I did, you know, the, and so their, their concerns were a little bit different because they're, they're doing it. They're living it every day. But then Kimberly's testimony was incredible just to share to that point about how you don't have to do it perfectly. Um, you're not going to know the answers to everything, but you just simply are faithful and obedient to what Jesus has asked you to do. Was it's it really not, not rocket science. Was it, hang on one second, Tanner. It was not so cool that I, and this is what my D group picked up last night. His, uh, and you know, again, you guys all know the story or even our listeners do is that these guys have been in church most all their life, except for Josh. And, and so these, you know, and he's how many times, um, you know, you guys are younger, maybe you haven't, but all of my ministry, I've heard, oh, I'm afraid they'll ask me a question that I'll look stupid. You know, that's the reason I don't talk about Jesus. I'm too scared that they'll ask me something I don't know. And the guy's got it. And I think, I mean, that was just Holy Spirit. And and he was so moving Sunday. Uh, by the way, uh, I know we don't record first service. The second service was good. You know, good. I've thought about, maybe we need to start streaming first service. So, so, second service was really good. But honestly, there was something that happened in first service. The Holy Spirit was moving uh, their participation in the war 
worship, you would have been so proud of the their but the message. I mean, these guys, it was just all the way know. across. I think they were more into it than second service. And it was <laughs> it was just it was just a thing. I mean, second service was really good. So I'm not you know in any way that I'm just telling you it went to another level in first service. But anyway, uh, she said the same phrase in both services, and this is what I want our audience to get in. Hope our congregation pick it up Sunday. She goes, I don't know the verses. I just tell them about what Jesus is doing in my life. And I just want to shout that. That's going to be my new theme for the next 10 years of my ministry is you don't have to know all the verses. We've sought, we've, focus so much on knowledge and she just goes and tells them what jesus is doing in her life i don't even know what the book of hezekiah is about I don't know. <laughs> in your in your radio podcast yesterday they they didn't know how to say ecclesiastes <laughs> no, no they didn't know how to say ecclesiastes and two corinthians and two corinthians and so and, and yet you know she, this lady says i don't know the verses and she's brought 30 people into our church and because she you know and so folks quit using that you know i mean it's just because and by the way this is what our d group brought up you realize jesus yes he would occasionally quote from the old testament but he simply told stories and then brought them around to a spiritual truth so that's all god's asking us to do is to tell our story i loved how you um simply but yet borderline brilliantly made the point of why should I go public with my faith? Why should I be going publicly? And then you um, answered that question with, well, Jesus died on a cross publicly. Hello. Yeah. And I was studying over that and, you know, I wish I could take credit for it, but you know, I was going through, (laughs) that was good. That was good. And so, uh, yeah, you almost made me, you know, have my, um, get, get proud here for a second, but then I realized, to be honest with you, it was something I read, you know, and studying. So, so, but, but it was, you know, it was, it was so cool. I mean, that is a brilliant, I had never really Right. emphasize that as well and it was just when i read that i was like oh i got to get that in there because th- that is so cool i mean it goes all the way t- i mean even to the trial yes with Pilate. it's yes. not it wasn't like in this courtroom somewhere and they decided to do this they did it out in the in the street out yes. in the courtyard. it was because yeah. the masses cried out free barabbas exactly. crucify him that's why it was done that way is because yeah. it was very public. and all th- and, and i know our our listeners and our even our sermons, our people in our audience Sunday don't, you know, it, but it's more personal for us three. We've all served, and it's, yeah, it's not a knock just on free will because it's in every denomination, but we've all served in a, in a free will Baptist church where we've had these classic members, often teachers, that said, you know, I believe my faith should be private. You know, I don't want to offend, the, the, you know, the people around me. And so I'm thinking, good grief. You know, I've heard that argument all of our ministry. We've all heard church members say that, you know, I just, you know, I keep my faith private. I don't want anybody to know. Well, thank goodness Jesus did not keep Christianity private. It was as public as it gets. And in a day and age where, you know, they take God out of schools, Mm -hmm. you can't even pray before a football game. Don't offend someone. The cross is pretty offensive. It's more important (laughs) publicly. It's more important now to be public about your faith. So so you've stated the facts. You've stated... You've given the case yes. for being public with your faith. Now, let me ask this that you asked in our connect groups. What are the benefits of publicly following Jesus on a day, in a daily obedience? Because we we know the negative parts. Yeah. You know, yeah. We know the discouragement part of it. What are the benefits? Yeah, um, and I'll let Andrew uh, hit on that because I've talked too much today. But, but just real quickly, um, you know, just 
Um, what I gave was personal and, and I think that's what I'm supposed to do is, you know, cause that's where God's got me at. So it's supposed to be my story of, and so, you know, after looking back for 34 years and I, I made the case better in the second service than I did in the first one on this one, but is that I think the reason that our church that is attracting young people and adults, young adults to our church is the fact that they look at a guy who's not just talking about the glory days, but they look at a guy who just admits, actually, my glory days are right now. You know, I'm doing better in my faith and walk with the Lord than I did in the past by far. Thank goodness. You ain't past your prime. You're in your prime. (laughs) Well, not physically, but anyway, but otherwise, but yes. Uh, But but spiritually, it's just like God is just, you know, leaping off the pages and, 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 uh, you know, helping me figure out the stupid stuff I've done wrong. But but by simply being obedient through all of the challenges, um, it, there were so many things. And you guys are at the age that you guys are walking through that where God's testing you guys. And he's just, you know, everything that you all are doing when you're that age is a challenge. And it's raising kids and it's finances and all that. But it, I hope that somebody my age, and this is, I think, what we're supposed to do as old people, is we're supposed to set an example like, you know, well, it wasn't. No, I survived it. And my encouraging word is be obedient, even when it's hard, even when you don't like it, because on this side of it, you get a chance to say it's worth it. You know, I get a chance to reap. And so go through the hard seasons. And by the way, the reason God takes us through hard seasons is because we're so bullheaded and hardheaded that we think we've got to solve all the problems. And God says, I need to teach you humility. I need to teach you. It's about me. It, you've got to learn to depend upon me. And that's why we go through the hard seasons. Good job, Andrew. That was yeah. a good job talking. <laughs> Sorry. I don't think we have time for you anymore. <laughs> Sorry. Whatever you need when you're faithful and obedient, God will provide. That's the simple way to say it. <laughs> yes, yes. That's better. Valid. That's a good point. All right, so that was Go Publicly. You can listen to that on the Sermon Playback Podcast app. That's where I listened to it this week. Um, you could watch it on Facebook, Vimeo, or YouTube as well. Our church website, it's on the main homepage there as well. Uh, check that out if you missed it. Where are we going next week? We're going to go passionately, and then the following Sunday, Andrew's going to share with us uh, what is going to be a really good sermon on going prayerfully. And so we've got two more. I, I have a staff meeting question related to this right yeah. now. Can we swap Sundays? I'm more passionate than I am prayerful. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I do better on that one. No, I'm just You kidding. just only want to preach once. <laughs> Dude, I don't even think about that. One service. Okay, I'm 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 just making a declaration right now. I'm doing I'm doing this Sunday. It's fine. Well, that means you're going to Aruba with your mom then. <laughs> I don't know if it's worth it anymore. Aruba, Bahamas, All right, Daniel Tucker, take it away. <laughs> Please. <laughs> no, let's hear more about you going to Aruba with your mom. <laughs> All right. Please tell me we're not recording. Yeah, we are. All right. Sorry, Belen. Have you been looking for a place to call home? Need a place that makes you feel welcome and valued while at the same time growing spiritually in Christ and biblical truths? At Connect Church, our mission is all about loving God, loving people, and making disciples. When we gather together, there's a spirit of worship, a spirit of kindness, and a spirit of welcoming to anyone and everyone who's seeking God's will and truth in their lives. We invite you to visit during one of our two Sunday services to discover how Connect Church can help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Our friendly and spirit-filled worship environment is just the place for you. 
Visit Connect Church this Sunday during our 9 o'clock or 10.30 a.m. services located at 1650 North Veterans Boulevard in Tupelo, Mississippi. Or you can check out our live stream on our Facebook page or our website at www.triconnect.church. Again, that's www.triconnect.church. We look forward to connecting with you. We look forward to connecting with you. Check us out uh, on all those platforms that he said about the website, where we are. Come visit Connect Church if you live in the area and you somehow stumbled upon this podcast. And if you are a regular (laughs) Connect Church uh, member and listening and you enjoy this podcast, please be sure and share this podcast. That was the whole intent and reason on uh, purchasing the equipment, coming up with the idea of doing a church-based podcast. Uh, it, it, It is a shareable entity that is easily shareable, shareable. <laughs> but Share for, it publicly. The way you I feel were, like you're talking to my two-year-old daughter. Well, Share. You, you were really doing good up until you kept repeating yourself on that shareable. part. But I, the entity, I was thinking, has Tanner been studying while he was on vacation? So. <laughs> no, I wasn't studying. He was reading. No, he was doing his, uh, what is his, his wordle. He's been picking up. <laughs> Ooh, you should do the wordle today on air. You want to do the wordle is it really? on air? Yeah. Huh? I mean, Can this be part of our dumb questions? This segment? Be part of our dumb questions, <laughs> <laughs> or even our best and worst potentially right here. Right. All right. You said you had a plug. Yeah, plug yeah. It. We just uh, so come back this Sunday, and we're going to be talking to you one service, one service, ten That's o'clock, right. and uh, everybody's coming in together in the house in the building for short service, and uh, we'll get you out by eleven o'clock to go on vacation. But anyway, uh, we're going to share. Uh, we're going to have three school teachers. They're going to talk about how to go passionately into the school system, and you're going to learn from them. These three guys about. Um, and so it's going to be good, you know, how that you can, even with all the rules and all the things you were talking about, Tanner, is that we're able to do this publicly and passionately. And so you're going to hear from these guys that are really doing it. It's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, be here this Sunday for that. All right, let's get into our best and the worst of the week. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Wait, 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 wait. Which was it? This is the worst. Simply. All right, who wants to go first? I'll go first. <laughs> My best of the week. We were um, all pointing at each other, for those of you that couldn't see, and it was not at Tanner, so he yeah. was like, I better do it because the Pierce's aren't ready. We pointing at each other, and Tanner goes, okay, I'll go. Uh, beach vacation. We went down to Gulf Shores, had a great time, just me, my wife, and the kids. Seen any sharks? Um, yes, I, I did. I'm glad you said that. Okay. So um, I, I can't – a hundred percent say I saw a shark. Okay. But I'm, we're in the water, you know, we're like 15, 20 feet into yeah. the water, not very far. And there's the a family next to us. They're playing with their kids. And I, I promise you it has had to have been at least a thousand, maybe 1500 yards away. But this shark looking thing jumped out. Stop it. And it was all white bellied and everything. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it could have been a swordfish. I don't know what it was, but it was so far away, but it was, it was big, big enough, enough that it felt like it was like, crap get out of the water nice and like the other i didn't get out and we didn't get out but the other family they saw it and it spooked them and they got out wow nice but like i said it was so far away but it was big enough that you could tell that was not a dolphin you know Um, that's awesome but there were dolphins every time we looked out the balcony window there was a dolphin going by it was nice i updated my cover photo on facebook and it's the girls in in the water uh and there's you can if you zoom in you can see dolphin fins Stop them. it. That is so cool. We uh everybody saw dolphins and sharks uh mm-hmm. in our vacation except for me. I never saw any. <laughs> Dude, one of the mornings we were looking off the balcony and literally it was like 
like could have couldn't have been any deeper than waist deep. I mean, where we were all at the entire time was a shark wow. swimming. The fr- it was like at well, it's like at seven thirty. So Terry definitely didn't see yeah. it. <laughs> um, I caught three jellyfish in my net. That was cool. Once one time, I thought I was getting a plastic bag out of the water, and it was this clear. Mm-hmm. I guess it was a moon jellyfish. Is my research. It looked like a human brain. Wow! What it looked like wow. as as, as cl- you can see right through it. Yep. You know it was they so hurt. Weird. Well, I didn't touch it. I, mean, oh, okay. I, 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 I did poke it, okay. but I didn't like, you know. We had one day where it had rained and it was there was no movement in the water and they were literally on top of us. There was like a million and they yeah. were all like over Nobody the could get in the water. Could, get the it water. was more jellyfish than there was water. Wow. And the next day they were gone. It was yeah. crazy weird. Out with the tide. Yeah, yeah that's guess. good. That's good. Yeah. Billy uh, Hannah. Oh, that was my best. Oh, another one of my best is um, last year I started, or I didn't start, but I joined a fantasy football league. I've been doing fantasy for, I mean, 15 years. And this is the first time I'd ever done a dynasty league. Um, and it's me with, like, literally no one that I know. I know, like, three people in the league. It's Adams in it mm-hmm. um, and a guy, a Trevor, who just moved to Russellville. And, um, anyways, yeah. they invited me to be in it, so I'm in it. And I didn't really understand it until yesterday when we had our rookie draft. So my t- my fantasy team last year is still my team this year. And you dra- you do it like a normal team. I'm drafting the oh. rookies to be on my taxi squad or my bench that wow. I can use. It's really cool. I'm I'm really into this thing now. Like at wow. first, I was like, it's just another fantasy league to keep up with. Yeah. But now I'm like, okay, I like this. So I'm building my team. It's a long term. It's fantasy. a long term wow. commitment. Yeah. Wow. So you can't just drop somebody on a whim and hope to you know re get them that type of thing. So this so. is really discipleship. It's sure. Long, well, I, mean, I assume we're all Christians. I really don't no. Know. I'm talking about long term commitment. You're developing your team for the long term. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. 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 There so, you go. Yeah. <laughs> I may need to cut a few quarterbacks because I was stashing them last year like crazy because they were all hot. But yeah. I don't. I don't need them. So, anyways, that's that's my best my beach trip with my family yeah. and then this new fantasy league that I'm finally a year later understanding the concept of. I got my I got my best. It just hit me. Uh, right. So my beat. Uh, so the beach was good. Grandkids were good and all that stuff. It was good. Uh, we really did have fun and we enjoyed it. But my highlight, this says a lot about me, is we. My stupid GPS took me backwards. I was trying to cut through Daphne and go to uh, right by the Georgentes and wave. But anyway, uh, it took me back around and I wound up at Bucky's in a backward way because uh, they had a road closing. And so it was lunchtime. And as many times I've been in there, I've never ate the brisket sandwich. And Belen got the pulled pork, and it, we didn't make it all the way to Bucky's. I, I t- turned what, south. See, the that's what I was trying there. to do. I was trying to do that on the way home. I, yeah. I went by intentionally on the way down there, but I've never ate their food as far as just the snacks. And so I ate a Bucky's brisket sandwich. It was humongous. I barely could eat it all. Uh, Belen only ate half of her pulled pork so i ate it so it was just a win-win all the way around and she loved it and so big it's fun being the garbage disposal yes it was uh, <laughs> and it was but it was literally like fresh brisket then you can't beat that for lunch man. right all right andrew what's your best i have nothing <laughs> uh i mean i don't know it was a pretty average week uh i've been i've been very productive i'll say that's my best how about that <laughs> it's lame that was like uh, uh, props. You were here yesterday. I've never seen you here on a Monday. So I mean, <laughs> all day, all day. Yeah, he, literally. he left he at eight thirty last night. So got crap to do. <laughs> he was here. He was. He got here before I did. It, and it was before, so. storming last night. We had a he had oh, his nursery the lightning meeting. show was incredible. Uh, uh, well, it was yeah. rain show. It was it was pretty hairy. And then uh, West Tupelo, <laughs> they got uh, knocked Sorry. out. 
Sorry, we're having our nursery meeting. It's like coming, you know, Noah's Ark, second round, two, and everything. You couldn't even hear Kevin. And then Chop is trying to speak on the security stuff with nursery, and he's, you know, Chop is so soft spoken and slowly spoken, anyways, that literally Bonnie just stands up at one point and says, No one can hear you. (laughs) She did. (laughs) Because it was pouring down rain. You couldn't hear anything, anyways. It was like, Let's just go. You were at a nursery meeting? No, I had my D group. Oh, and your I, D group. I, I was, yeah, okay. there, went you so know, anytime was... he's here, he's got to make an entrance somewhere. Right, yeah, so. gotcha. Gotcha. I, I got confused there for a second. Terry's not helping in nursery for oh, all no, those listening. No, no, no. No, he, need, no, he needs to serve yeah, at least no. one. Yeah, one and let us That's talk true. for three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right, worst of the week. Do I need to go first again? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, my worst of the week is the University of South Carolina. Okay, so <laughs> last week. Last week, they uh, announced that South Carolina's legal team <laughs> is, is advising good. against, um, you know, their mascot is the Gamecocks, okay? Their legal team was uh, advised using the name Sir Big Spur as their the mascot for their actual live chicken, okay? The rooster or whatever thing it is, okay? Um, that was his name, Sir Big Spur, because of, I'm not sure why, racist, offensive, I don't know. What I don't know what's offensive about that. So they had a like not a contest, or they just they were taking suggestions to rename the chicken. Oh no! Okay, and there were some fantastic oh, submissions. No. Some I cannot oh, yeah. say on yes. air. Oh, oh no! Okay. Yes, yes, but, yes. It gets worse. Anyway. Okay, here's here's two of them that were really good. Cluck Norris. Okay? Oh, that's good. Right? That's fantastic. I like that one. Marco Pollo. Okay. Like, <laughs> names like this. I like that. That's they good. had a great opportunity to really be make a marketing splash for their mascot. Okay. And instead of picking a cool name, they went with the general. The general. They named their chicken <laughs> the general. Is it I feel like if the rebel's racist, how is the general not? I don't know. All I could th- <laughs> this is all I could think of right here. This is all I could think of. Car insurance Get down. Like, how stupid is that name? <laughs> that is. is stupid. You <laughs> squandered a perfect opportunity to be funny and have fun and a marketing genius, and yeah. you blew you blew it. <laughs> and and you call yourself an inner or uh, intellectual collegiate whatever, and that's the best you guys can come the up with. The general, go Cox, the freaking general. <laughs> Gosh, it makes me mad. It makes my blood boil because, like, you, you could have been so cool with this. Mm-hmm. I pray that Arkansas never. Had, of course, we have Tusk. I mean, so that's not changing. But, yeah. Like, I it's, don't do dumb things. Don't be stupid. No, that's, that's, in that's, the name of uh, not being offensive and not being racist. And what does that even mean? It's a it's a name of a bird. <laughs> Sorry, somebody else go. <laughs> The big cluck. So anyway, yeah, there's this. <laughs> cluck Norris would have been fantastic. Yes, yes. I personally do like Marco Pollo. That's good. <laughs> there was some other ones that were uh, that were good too. Uh, the worst. Uh, Belinda just called me and said that uh, she went to the eye doctor this morning and uh, she's got to get all new prescriptions, so she needs a thousand dollars. So I was like, great, thanks. Yeah, they make you do that every time you need to get glasses yeah. or something. Yeah. Dumb. That's why I haven't been in 13 years. It's, it's. They just want your money. Mm-hmm. That's okay? why I haven't yeah, been you're th- gonna get me on this tangent, okay? Like yeah. they just want your money. <laughs> That's why I haven't been in 13 years for yeah. real. Because yeah, like, nothing chaps me my behind more than when <laughs> sorry, when Ashley needs new contacts and they need a new prescription. I'm like. Sh- 
the contacts prescription that you gave the last time is still what she needs. Why does she need to go to the doctor? And they're getting a kickback. <laughs> she, she literally, it's going to be like, I mean, it's unbelievable how much money this is going to cost. Yeah, it's so, dumb. Yeah, yeah. It's dumb. Sorry. Your worst. Go. Well, I was going to say, uh, I'm shocker, I'm prepared for that one. Mine was, I went through all of our medical debt <laughs> last week, and uh, yeah, <laughs> that's my worst, is our health insurance bills and everything else we have to pay, because my kids have every disease known to man, apparently. So, that's fun. Well, that's good. <laughs> we'll, we'll be sure and take up Thanks, an offering Tanner. for you. Yeah. <laughs> Can we have a, Can I start a GoFundMe? <laughs> yeah. You know, you might as well. I mean, everybody else does. Why not? See if you can get Biden to pay for it. Uh, I'm sure he probably will, <laughs> if, as long as you vote for him. Bailout. Um, loan yeah. bailout. Yeah, if we're going to have loan bailouts, can we have medical debt bailouts <laughs> while we're at it? So a recent study found... Tanner won't even address that one. He's going <laughs> to... Belen and, and um, uh, Ashley would get free contacts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody pay my mortgage. I chose to buy a house. Yes, yeah, so my house. My house payment identifies as a student loan. Yeah, that's what I said. Can I get a Pell grant for my kids' school tuition? Like, why not? You know. Anyways, uh, a recent study found that the average golfer walks about 900 miles a year. Okay. Another study found that golfers drink, on average, 22 gallons of alcohol a year. I don't drink when I'm golfing but i've been in many golf tournaments where everybody was we need proof so this means on average <laughs> golfers get about 41 miles to the gallon <laughs> yeah that wasn't supposed That's to be good. that funny but that was good um this might be a stupid question uh, there's no such thing as a stupid question what a stupid question that is you ask a lot of stupid questions can i ask a dumb question better than anyone i know <laughs> If a boy is named after his dad and is called Junior, what do we call a girl named after her mom? Juniorette. I don't know. Ooh. Juniorita. Yeah. Juniorita, if she's Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. That's a dumb question. Why do we say that people work like a dog if they work all day when all dogs do is lie around all day? It's <laughs> very valid. That's good. That's good. I don't know. All right, and to wrap it up, uh, since we all came back to the beach from the beach, is the sea salty because the shore never waves back? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I like that, actually. I might use that Sunday. Oh, that was a terrible dad joke. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Connect Church podcast. Be sure and share this podcast so other people can listen to it. Shareable. Shareable. <laughs> Shareable. Share Nora.